0: Summers, is this rolling? Is this set hot? Summers, this is Derek Dillinger, the franchise of AIW,
1: the director of the production, the neon Tarantino, Derek Dillinger, and you're listening to Wrestling Chairs. Cut. Making your way in the world today takes everything you got. Taking a break from all your worries, Sure would help a lot. Get away Sometimes you want to go Where everybody knows your name And they're always that you came You want to go where you can see That troubles are all the same You want to go where everybody knows your name And welcome back to Wrestling Cheers Where everybody knows your name Especially when you're a lonely Warrior tonight. This is Wrestling Cheers. We like to talk about things going on in Northeast Ohio independent wrestling scene. We preview shows, we review shows, and sometimes we even have interviews along the way. This is a review of AIW's Eyes of the Beast. I'm your host, Justin Summers, and Wrestling Cheers is brought to you by the Trending Topics Network and Midwest Territory. Please rate, review, and subscribe to your everless fine podcast, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, YouTube, Spotify iHeartRadio, Pandora, Amazon Music, or Podbean, Wrestling Cheers. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, Facebook.com slash Wrestling Cheers, Twitter.com slash Wrestling Cheers, and Instagram.com slash Wrestling Cheers email. If you so choose a desire, Wrestling Cheers at gmail.com. And we don't have a merch store anywhere right now. Like I said, this is a review of AIW's Eyes of the Beast. I've already introduced myself, and this week we got Charlie Butters. Charlie, how's it going this evening?
0: I think I'm going to need like my own special intro for being old, reliable, uh moving forward. I think that that's going to be a, a demand from
1: now on. <laughs> P- people don't know that I didn't have some, well, people don't know that I didn't have you scheduled for the show until today.
0: <laughs> yeah. You know, it's not like I had much, much I was able to do, uh, having some back issues, some, some herniated discs. So it's not like I can, uh, keep myself too busy. That's, that's why I was not live for this show. I, uh, decided
1: to enjoy it from the comfort of my couch. So, so the three shows that I have seen this weekend, you're going to have the ability to watch it safely from your couch.
0: I believe so, but you know, it's, uh, it's not the same when you paid for a ticket for each of those and then, uh, didn't get to go to them and experience them live and, and have all the fun that happens before and
1: after the shows. So, I mean, I mean, technically you only paid for two tickets, which were the a w ones and then I paid for the other four. Granted price differences between those, but <laughs>
0: Well, you know, uh, I, I then had to, I mean, technically, eat the cost of your uh, Suzuki ticket. So,
1: yeah, out I, of that, so I was halfway tempting to like quote sell or get refunds on the other tickets, but then I was like, uh, if he, I'm like, if he didn't sell his fucking ticket for AIW, then I'm just gonna have to eat it too. Yeah, shit happens. Though the the, the benefit. Of you not being there Friday and Saturday is I I had like an extra seat open that I could be like no you can't sit here (laughs) this seat is paid for so I get extra room you got to live out your your forced dump fantasy (laughs) can't sit here
0: seats taken seats taken
1: (laughs) I say that whenever I'm in a public restroom and someone like knocks on a on the stall door I go seats taken. I'm, I'm serious. That's not a joke. I mean, it is, but I seriously will say that. Uh, but yeah, um, sucks that you weren't there. I wish you were, especially when you were the one that really wanted to do the BSB show. Yeah. Which I, I flat out told Mouse that I was upset that he switched it because I really wanted Zach B's. and I got <laughs> I got cheated out of Zach B's.
0: Yeah, but here's the thing: if you would have got Zach bees, you could have also gotten hepatitis from that arena. So, I mean,
1: I've been to that arena though. Have you? Yeah, I drove down there alone.
0: So then you could have got hepatitis again from
1: it. <laughs> that was that's uh, one of the times in the the fabled stories with Mouse that I met him, and like he just like n- didn't necessarily acknowledge me or didn't necessarily know who I was. yes,
0: I don't I don't blame him. I wouldn't remember you either. I mean, to this day, he doesn't remember you, so it's it's good. Keep keeping that tradition alive, you know.
1: It's it's great meeting him for the first time every time I see him. Yeah, yeah. Just like uh, we did on Sunday, but you weren't there. <laughs> that is correct. Though, since I'm not a total asshole, uh, and you did pay for my my ticket for AIW, you do get a BSB poster that we got. Oh, nice! That we got with our front row ticket. Oh, nice. And then I totally forgot forgot about them. I mean, I, I, we didn't get them. They're going to be uh, a cent later. Okay. But uh, yeah, when I, I went to go check in, uh, Rebecca had kind of like, like, oh, you guys got like posters too? And I, like, I thought it had to do with your sponsorship. And I was like, oh no, like that must be Charlie. And then like, uh, I did get a confirmation like, oh, like your uh, packages is, is on the way. And I saw that it said like front row with signed poster and i'm like oh yeah i guess that was me i forgot that that was a little thing for when you bought tickets so yeah uh you will get a poster
0: good yeah i i had mentioned like why i tried to go back and like repurchase it because like it was like an additional option for 10 bucks i was like i mean i really want one of those and uh like especially after i knew i wasn't gonna be able to go i'm like well i should order one so i can at least have it since Sponsored it and everything, and uh, Becky hit me up and she's like, "We, well, yeah, nobody was buying them, so they're gonna do. We're gonna do something different with it." And she's like, "You'll get one." I'm like, "Okay." Well, you're gonna get two. <laughs> Technically, then. Uh, we'll see. If they only send one, that's fine. I don't really care. That'll be fine. I'll frame it and put it up in my room. You know, with all my other
1: cool shit. I still got my old wrestling posters. I can't wait till I can have a a a real office with a lot more room and everything because that's. Mm-hmm like some posters that I got to put up and that's one of them. I got two from uh, old wrestling. I have one of the the actual poster that was used and then the one that like everybody on that show signed that was made. I
0: hope I hope I'm well enough to go to old wrestling in June.
1: I, that's the one thing I don't know about with me because I don't know if I'm going to do that or LVAC because the Friday LVAC shows the same day. Oh, okay. I would like to go to the June show, but I'd also like to do two days of LVAC because I've, yeah. I've never been out there. And I, and especially when they start announcing who's going to be there. And if there's like people that are going to only be there like Friday and not Saturday. Right. Like I got a list of people. Like if they're there, I want to fucking go like Terry Calloway, Jeff Cannonball, uh, Shay McCoy. Before we get into this actual card, have, have, do you follow Shay on TikTok?
0: I did see that video. Ironically, I know exactly what you're talking about.
1: Oh no, no, no. They got a they got a bunch. Like I've been following Shay for a couple of weeks. My favorite thing, and I forget I was talking to somebody about this. Like they have oh, uh, I mentioned it I I can't remember if it was during the Sens at Prom interview or before, but um Shay does like or did these gatekeeping videos that are great. Yeah. Uh, like they'll be wearing a shirt and like someone will come up and like ask them a question about it and be very gatekeepy. Like I think one of the first one was like they're wearing a Napalm Death shirt, and they get asked about it, and Shay goes, "The fuck's Napalm Death? Napalm Death? Death? Fuck! I don't even know who the band is." So, but I thought that was fucking hilarious. And there's like other ones that they do that they've done. Hi- highly recommend uh, that follow on TikTok. But anyway, we got a uh, this AIW show like ten minutes in and hasn't haven't even really talked about it. Yeah, we should probably do that. Yeah. Eyes of the Beast. Uh normally we talk about meet and greets that we've we've done, but you you didn't do any.
0: <laughs> I wouldn't have done the Suzuki one anyway, because I already did it in uh, North Dakota. So
1: Yeah. So I i did that one. Uh the cool this is the first time I've nah I don't want to say it's obviously the first time the AIW's ever done this, but I think they've done it once or twice before and it's rare. Where the meet like they start the meet and greet literally before show the the doors open because now with like that other room Mm -hmm. that where the bar is yeah uh there's another door over there so we're able to like get in there and get it done which it made like the line shorter like I I didn't wait that long so like I thought that was cool as shit um got a picture got an autograph and then the only other thing I did was I did a. I got another picture with Chelsea. I say another because technically I have one with her back at IWC, but I wanted, I did want a new one and I had her sign her figure and I have a card of hers that she signed. And I thought that was going to be like the end of me spending money because already right there between both of them, that was like close to a hundred dollars. And then, which also too, I bought a, I did buy a bendum from Kayfabe Collectibles because this was the uh, potentially last time we're going to see them at AIW. They might come up later in the future, um, you know, maybe some certain shows, but they're moving to Florida and are going to be more based down there. So I, I had like, I want to buy something. And I found that Ahmed Johnson Bendham. So I, I picked that up. So I at this point spent like a hundred dollars. Didn't want to spend any more Cause I'm like, fuck that's show hadn't even started. And I already spent a hundred bucks. And then I seen... At the AW merch table, a Britt Baker micro brawler. And I did not buy her micro brawler when it first came out. Like technically there was one in in my apartment, but it's my wife's because she likes to collect Britt Baker stuff too. So when those came out, she bought that one. And then I only like, cause times were a little, little tight for like that week or so that there was a sale I bought Brody elite mm-hmm. so because I was like God ah, this one will probably could potentially skyrocket so I I, I want this and I had actually kind of like forgot that I never well, like went back and tried to pick up one so when I got her chase figure for my birthday that's when I realized I didn't have her micro brawler and that thing was going on eBay for or any ones that pop up which isn't a ton like one or two here and there like it goes for about 80 bucks so I'm a little bit higher, some a little bit lower, but not much. They were selling a signed one for a hundred bucks. So I was like, that's kind of a steal. If I pay like the market value of what a Brit Baker micro brawler cost, I'm spending, you know, maybe roughly, if not, I'm spending a little bit less than what a signature would be. So I was like, fuck it. I bought it. I did make the mistake of telling them because I was like, ah, I'm not going to buy it because I just wanted to, I asked what the price was. And then when I told them like, how much a regular micro goes for. They were like, well, if you try to come back next show, that might be, the price might be higher. I'm like, fuck. And by the end of the show, it wasn't sold. So I, I paid the hundred dollars. You're wild man. And I would say I didn't spend any money until well, all weekend, but I'll, I'll go them food. Cause you gotta go buy food. I bought some CDs on Saturday. and My wife wasn't happy. <laughs> First time I've ever owned a copy of Nirvana's nevermind. Like an actual copy. I say actual because, uh, I got it burnt in middle school. And then I think after that, like I end up like either getting it burnt again. Cause I did have my CD collection stolen or I borrowed a friends copy and put it on my computer. But, yeah. I had a real copy
0: uh, when I first got it. And then uh, um, I've just, you know, I have Spotify now, so I don't worry about anything. So but I like, there's been a few things I've been looking at, like getting
1: and having just like to display. So I like having physical copies because sometimes it's just, there's just something about, having that physical copy because spotify apple music can all go go down tomorrow and if you don't own it then you know you you have to kiss that those files goodbye now just pirate it all again it'll be all right
0: one thing goes down pirating will go right back up but that show though how about that show on friday you don't you don't want to go on tangents no no i'm ready to talk about the show I'm, i'm in a little bit of pain so i need to we need to wrap this up.
1: All right. Any final thoughts or last minute plugs before we go?
0: Uh, no, man. Uh, so <laughs> s- send me money through my PayPal or my cash app or anything. I'll put, you know, you can link it in the bio and uh, help, help me get paid while I'm
1: laying on my couch, not being able to do anything. Where can people find your OnlyFans?
0: Uh, that's going to be coming soon under the name of Mike Honcho. <laughs> I will spread my butt apart for that. So
1: All right. Let's get into this show. There was a a dark match which was i saw that no you didn't i saw
0: that there was a dark (laughs) match i saw photos of the dark match i did not see the dark match but i saw photos of it
1: it was uh bulking season versus casey carrington and brian carson uh carrington and carson the shit
0: stains of aiw (laughs) you're just gonna start bringing toilet paper and just launching toilet paper at them now
1: yeah uh I kind of, I kind of enjoy not having to like go buy toilet paper before. Aw, can you imagine when we had the 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 toilet paper shortage? Like, how much that would have sucked.
0: Uh, I think that obviously that would not have. We would just not have done it. But um, I think now that we're not really in that concern, uh, I'm going to start bringing some some loading up some toilet paper, some dollar toilet paper in the trunk of the car, and we're gonna we're gonna just. Fucking hail the shit out of them with it.
1: Uh, it was bulking season. Uh, basically, I say it was it was both of them, but it was technically Chuck pinning Casey.
0: Yeah, I saw that he hit that uh that fucking powerbomb on his knee. It looked pretty good. Made
1: me pretty happy. All right, let's get into the actual show. The main event versus 9 to 5. Started off the show with a nice alarm clock, or well, technically Pat started playing the wrong music. But
0: was it Pat? What
1: was was Pat
0: doing the music on the show? I thought he was. I thought he didn't do Odeon shows. I thought they had their own person for Odeon shows, and he has to do it for all the other ones that aren't at the Odeon. Nah, I don't know. Well, somebody. Fuck yeah, there's a little there. miscue. I mean, I personally would have been more hyped to you know start off the show with TME's music. Um, but yeah, that got cut off real quick. And then an alarm clock started and
1: I, I, I do enjoy nine to five as a team though. I think, I I think I've said, I think I've said it before that they're I like them, but they're never going to be a team that I'm, I'm, I'm going to cheer like at all. And I think this, this tag team makes a lot of sense, especially with giving real purpose to Lewis Linden. And you have Jack Verville who's you know been around a while but he hasn't technically been around aiw for a while are they the, like the the most hated tag team in AIW outside of maybe yeah, it's, they're at, the most
0: outside of the tag team, tag that,
1: team in AIW. outside of the tag team that's uh was in the pre-show
0: well I think Casey and and uh and them are, are more hated because they're just annoying um but nine to five i think is just kind of stuck in this limbo um well at least i thought they were uh at least they're doing something with them now where i figured like something was going to happen in this match we're going to like start to see some some changes or something happen where it's not going to be just a clean whatever you know quick victory for uh tme uh so and that's kind of what i kind of figured we were going to see um and obviously, you know, we we got we got when we get to the finish, but like it's so I was like, okay, like we're finally doing something with nine to five, other than just making them like a veteran, uh, fill in a spot tag team to add some depth. I think that they are you know, they can do a story and do something. So obviously they're gonna, you know, do something with the main event. So why not? What were your thoughts
1: on this match? I thought it was all right. I don't remember much from it. I told myself before this show I was going to actually like try to take notes like in my notes app, but in between like taking pictures and the tweeting and everything I forgot.
0: Yeah. You're kind of super busy when you're doing all that shit. Cause you got to like tweet everything out. Plus take photos and all that. Yeah. You're you're busy, busy for at least the first half of the match. And then like right as soon as the bell rings, you're busy for anything else after. So
1: I enjoyed my weekend off of doing it. <laughs> I think, I think Caden thought like, cause we were talking about something he thought I was going to like about, he made some sort of comment about me live tweeting the uh, BSB show. I'm like, Oh no, I thought, I thought about it later. I I was kind of like being a talent scout. Not like I was going to scout them for anything, but it's just me like learning new people, scouting talent for my uh, mental arsenal. Yeah. But yeah. uh, Cause like, I know when we do these, like sometimes like I'll forget certain things and that annoys me, but I don't know when the fuck I would uh, write down this information unless I go back and like rewatch the show. And obviously this week uh, that wasn't going to be an option. Right. I still think, you know, the main event, one of the best tag teams in AIW, one of the best additions to AIW last year. And
0: yeah, they're my top three. So
1: Mm -hmm. I mean, the, the tag tag team division as a whole is very close, like a very close race. I, I know I posted a thing after this show of like where I was on like certain end of the year awards. And basically the tag team division is a, is a tie. I would say, but I don't want to give it to them right now. It would be PME, but I, and you know, I just genuinely feel like it's a tie and probably whoever beats PME will be the, my tag team of the year because they're going to be the one who obviously break out from the pack. And I'm I'm looking forward to where where we're going with this division. But like having to wear, which you know the finish was, uh, Lewis London pin, pinning Duke Davis, that was surprising. But nine to five doesn't get a lot of wins in A.W., and it kind of like strengthens the tag division.
0: Well, that's what I said. It's kind of you're getting more stories out of just like everybody chasing the tag titles. Now you're going to have the story between these two teams, which they needed to do something because it's very much just been everybody chasing the belts and the 10 different ways we can mix all those teams together chasing for those belts. Now it's like, okay, these two teams are going to square off and then kind of have their own feud going forward, you know, with some bullshit. So I don't,
1: I don't I mean, necessarily know this is going to be a feud going forward. I think that just raises stock from nine to five of like, they, they got to win. What's well, maybe ne- what, what's next for them. I don't know if they're going to be like ones to like really contend against PME, but they could potentially play spoiler to some other teams. I mean, technically, uh, if I'm correct, they've beat like a lot of these teams in this division. We've got, they beat Bulking Season on their debut. We know they beat members only. They just beat the main event. I'd have to pull up on cage match.
0: I'm pretty sure that's the only three victories they have. (laughs) They were, they're, like I said, they're just a, they add depth to the division, but I also feel like there's a lot of slop in what they do they' I mean they're not as crisp as some of the other teams are like uh, Bitcoin is so I think that if they you know pick that up a little bit more maybe we'll see something more out of them but I don't have super high hopes for it. Plus especially when you have a heel tag team champions right now there's no point in even like pushing another heel tag team
1: towards those belts because nobody wants to see that match. I mean you could push them towards the belts. Because that would be who would then go up against whoever beats PME. Puts them in in line. Uh, uh, Looking it up, I do believe you are right. Those are the only wins. They beat bulking season in their debut. They lost a four-way at major announcement. It was 40 acres that won. PME beat them at Nightmare on North Elm Street. They beat members only. Bulking season got a win back. And uh, we had a few hits a few years ago, and then they lost to Rip City Shooters at Ether. They lost the, the production at WrestleRave, and now they, uh, they beat them in the event. So technically, the next thing's up for them is a rubber match with bulking season, at least in my opinion.
0: Looking forward to it. Is that sincere?
1: You can't note the sarcasm in that. I I'll don't know. I don't know uh you're kind of in pain so i don't know if it's one of those things
0: no i i if they want to do that that's fine i really don't care that's fine i mean i'm sure we'll get it eventually so i don't know if that'll be the next thing we see but i'm sure that'll be something that's in the books for them if they're not going to continue uh to feud with uh, main event and they're going to just keep moving on with other tag teams i mean obviously they're going to come up against them again soon anyway so
1: they just need to bring donuts That's, that's been my issue with them. They haven't, they, they lied to us at the Winchester. We want, we want actual donuts talking to you, bulky season. You need, you need, you need to be the one to bring the donuts because it's not going to be these fuckers. Anyway, let's uh, move on to the next match. Next up, we had Jocelyn Navarro versus Shaza McKenzie. And uh, this is one I don't, I don't have, I have a lot to say on. This was my first time seeing Shaza. wasn't really impressed with her.
0: Same. There's a lot of hype there for nothing. There's a lot more talented people. I think would have been a bigger name to bring in and face against her and given her a better match and given her more name recognition for the victory. And I'm calling out John Thorne right now. Trish fucking Adora versus Jocelyn Navarro. Let's make this fucking happen at a big show. That's a money fucking match. That match is gonna that match can main event an AIW show. Promise you, it will fucking deliver. Make that happen. If I gotta sponsor it to make it fucking happen, I'll sponsor it to make it fucking happen. Let's let's do some business. Only
1: if the title's on the line.
0: If they wanna put the World Despora Pan African Championship on the line, let's fucking do it. I'm sure that probably would not be one of the steps anyway. I mean, I'm sure Jocelyn would want uh are you talking about the AW title?
1: No, I'm talking. I'm talking about Trish's title. Okay,
0: yeah. I mean, that would obviously be like a caveat for Jocelyn. I'm mm-hmm. so sure assume she'd want that on the line. She'd want to become that champion. So, so let's do it.
1: Yeah, I'm not. I'm not expecting that women's title to ever come back unless yeah. Shayna somehow doesn't resign or gets released. And I was thinking about that the other day, and I'm not sure if that's ever going to happen because if who she's tag teaming with right now is maybe a sign of what they think of her. She could be someone that right. just, that, that just stays around for a, a long time in Cassius checks, which All right. I love Shayna and more power to her, but yeah, I'm not expecting that title to come back. And even if hypothetically something does happen, I don't know <laughs> if she would like come directly back or what. So, but, um, basically it's, it's, it's kind of what we expected. Jocelyn pinned Shaza for the win. Anything to add? No. All right, let's move on to the next one. Derek Dillinger versus M. Dog Matt Cross. Unfortunately, no Grandma Cross. I, d- I did talk to Matt after the show. I did. I wanted to like make sure like is Grandma Cross all right because she wasn't there and she wasn't at the last booking. And I guess she's just been busy. So good to hear. Good to hear. Good to hear. She's still doing good, and she's just busy. Though, I, I really wanted to see Ziggy versus Grandma Carl. <laughs> Any thoughts on this match?
0: Um, yeah, man. This match was, you know, this this is the kind of match that I would have opened the show with. I thought this was really good. Uh, high energy, fast paced. Things were going, you know, all over. Um, I'm not sure what the hell Ziggy was doing in a couple of the spots when she was interfering. But it did not look like she was trying to interfere. I don't know what she was doing up there with Matt, but she was not interfering. I don't know what the hell was going on. Um, But yeah, other than that, I thought the match was excellent. It was one of my top three matches on the show.
1: It was great. Like old school versus new school. Uh, There were some other things I know I saw on Twitter, like comparing like uh, the two. And it's one of those that, you know, we talk about how Jocelyn is kind of like building up her resume or just like building up these wins and these opponents I feel like some of the same spit done with Derek, like since the return last year,
0: the engine's been idling on Derek for a year now. So I'm just waiting for them to eventually say hit the gas and watch it go because he's going full speed with everything. He's there for all of it. He's, I mean, he's got the most, one of the most well-rounded characters in the company. Uh, he can deliver on everything. He fucking cuts awesome promos. Uh, he fucking has an awesome gimmick. He's entertaining. He can fucking wrestle. Uh, it's just a matter of waiting for other shit to play out to, you know, make things happen. And it just, like I said, just sitting in idle waiting to, to get that shot to, to show everybody that should have been doing this a year ago. I don't want to we'll get there say, eventually. I don't want to say he's necessarily sitting there. Idle because he's he's not idling he's he's doing stuff like that's not maybe the wrong terminology that i'm using he's doing stuff he, he's proving himself time and time again like with all this talent that he's facing everybody like but you know whether it be max caster whether it be um you know uh m dog any of these other people that he's he's stepped across the ring from and had a fucking killer match with shane douglas shane douglas uh, yeah, but just I mean anybody he can go with anybody. He's proven he can do hardcore, he can do high flying, he can do you know all this fast paced shit. It's just a matter of finding that, that right spot to to really showcase him uh, even more than he already is. And I look forward to that day because I think like I've I've attached my fucking horse and buggy to him since we came back. He's he's the guy I fucking go to shows to watch. He's he's the one.
1: So speaking of that, ways- I mean. What's that? Speaking of which, I, I I miss Levi. I was thinking about him. Yeah, you the know, weekend. Levi
0: had a little nice little run there, and then he just kind of been absent. Uh, I'm sure he'll come back though. I miss that horse and buggy. We know that we know we know Thorne likes him, so he'll be back eventually. I'm sure when when things align, he could be black label pro champion here soon. So, any other thoughts on this match? Um, this should have went for another hour, and uh, um, yeah. I don't know about that listen listen because uh, I wanted, I didn't want it to end I wanted it to go f- much longer than it did and uh yeah so I thought it was good
1: listen, more just because you were watching this show at home uh, on your couch relaxing I don't necessarily want to be sitting there in fucking Cleveland for another hour of, uh, of I, I if I was there live
0: I would have wanted it to go longer trust me like I told you the reason I go to these shows a lot of the time is like there's a handful of certain people and that that list of people is like like two or three people right now and and he's like he's been number one since they we've come back so it's just you know yeah please no hour match no fuck Fuck it let's do it iron man let's make him the iron man of aiw who who we facing Derek, get at me let's figure this out who who can we uh face for an hour
1: (laughs) (laughs) i hope he gets back to me like fuck you I don't want (laughs) to
0: wrestle. Probably.
1: (laughs) Um, There's nothing else. Derek Dillinger picked up the win via pinfall. Let's move on to the next match. Now, this is a match where, at least one of the the times of this show, where I realized, oh, we got to add some songs to the playlist because we're kind of lacking. Because when Jackson Stone came out, I was like, who the who the fuck is this just by the the music obviously i know who he is right and everything
0: but like when the music like, we a- we we have a three show rule he's only been on two the next show he comes out at we can add him we gotta stick with it now riley rose on the other hand we'll get to that little motherfucker later but if we want to get technical he's been on more you, than do you was- want to you want to include the, the the match from 2020 i i don't think we should because there's a lot of people on that show that are not in the company right now
1: that wasn't his first aaw match he was in a hoss scramble at mount carmel okay because technically the, technically in 2020 um that was a pre-show but i was gonna also say technically uh he kind of joined a group and we know he's got, he, like, you're coming back
0: i don't know man other people were in that group too and uh we don't see them around anymore
1: and we added their theme we did and it's a horrible
0: theme. so that the, should probably remove it
1: we don't remove themes it's not this is the only like themes of AIW right now this isn't a volume set it's uh anthology of like all the themes I can't say all the themes because there's a lot over time but like once we remember something alright you just want to have Shane Douglas on there which granted like you can have it on Spotify but it's not on it's not on fucking album. that's either.
0: right that's why this, the Spotify list is superior has the Shane Douglas theme And I know Derek Dillinger will back me up on that,
1: (laughs) but but,
0: anyway, back to this match.
1: Yeah. Uh, Jackson stone versus Dominic Greeny. These dudes beat the shit out of each other again, which, which is great. I think the the thing that I love is entertaining is seeing a bit more from Jackson stone. I think what we're seeing here, what we're about to see like a more of is kind of like a different side of him. Any other thoughts on Jackson stone?
0: um i mean he he likes to throw suplexes that's cool with me uh dom is obviously another reason why i come to aiw shows um so he's in my in my three people um that i was talking about earlier um obviously this story we kind of thought was done and over with and now it's not again and it's like goddammit. it oh. just when we think we're done with the with with, with casey carrington uh, and he, he has to fucking like a bad turdy pops up, can't flush him keep him flushed. And, uh, now we're going to have to just uh, shower him in toilet paper.
1: Well, I didn't think it was over personally because just because what's his name left doesn't mean it was over. And also what I failed to mention about the pre-show match, Dom came out and distracted Casey causing him to lose. So, there for the live crowd, like, uh, there's, there's We're kind a-
0: of figure like a, a, a Casey versus Dom match is, is in the, is like, you know, an APSO match kind of like, I figure that's like where we kind of were heading with this eventually if, if it just didn't end, um, after everything kind of happened. So, with this kind of adding this new ripple to the story with adding Jackson Stone to the group, I mean, it's, uh, it's interesting. The bone color definitely adds a, a big layer of, um, who is Dom going to, you know, have help him in the future? I mean, we've already seen some of the people. Um, are you going to go back to the, the well with those guys? Or are we going to see some different people kind of? And, you know, if we do see some different people step up, are well, you also getting to see Jackson Stone take on guys like Filthy Tom Mahler? And, and people like that would be kind of interesting. So I'm kind of all for that.
1: The Bone Collector versus Dominic Garini. Right? That's, that's the match? I don't
0: know what you're talking
1: about. Well, we kind of glossed over the detail that, yeah, with help from a distraction from Brian Carson and Casey Carrington, Jackson Stone was able to pick up the win, and it didn't seem like they were necessarily working together, just more or less, hey, uh, they were more there for Dom, Mm -hmm. and just for have him to lose, but they did, like, embrace afterwards. Like, this was part of the plan. Yeah.
0: I was going to say commentary, like made it seem like there was more to it than that. So, which was the nice added layer for context for a lot of stuff. Uh, commentary definitely did their job and added a lot of layers of context to things throughout the show that I thought they did a really great job with. So, especially the, uh, commentary duo of the Duke and uh, Nathan Segura for, for the, um, M dog and Derek Dillinger match was, uh, quite entertaining.
1: Any other thoughts on this match? Uh, no. All right, let's move on to the next one. Pretty Boy Smooth versus Kaplan versus Filthy Tom Lawler versus Joshua Bishop. Three former absolute champions and Kaplan. I mentioned mentioned that little tidbit on the preview. Here's something that I realized during the show, or was the day of the show, but regardless... With those three champions, it was Bishop that beat Filthy and Filthy that beat PB. So three former Absolute Champions in a row with title reigns versus Kaplan.
0: Yeah, this was just a uh, 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 car crash match,
1: man. Is that a complaint?
0: No, no. It was uh, pretty wild. Pretty wild stuff. Good way way to go to intermission.
1: One of my, my favorite things from this match, I think it was when, who went through the table of the outside? It was, was a Kaplan on the table, Bishop, or no, it was a uh, Bishop on the table. Kaplan dove off, yeah. Yeah. I believe it was this spot. Pretty Boy Smooth was right in front of us, and he was kind of like facing our direction, laying on the mat. And like when he heard the crash, like his eyes got really big, and it was pretty funny. <laughs> because it was like an oh shit moment and I think uh, unfortunately I wasn't able to like get a picture of it uh, quick enough but like I know me and Pam talked about that right after it happened it was fucking great but yeah this yeah this this was the match that we expected to be what it was and I think just there's something like lately where PB has been getting into like more matches like this like he's not necessarily the most violent type but he's putting himself up right next to all of them. Any thoughts on this match?
0: Oh, man. It was uh, just a wild, crazy cluster. <laughs> what I was expecting out of it.
1: No, well, it was uh, Joshua Bishop pinning Pretty Boy Smooth for the win. Let's move on to the next match. Like you said, we had intermission, and we came back from intermission with Riley Rose versus Johnny Patch versus Chase Oliver versus Uncle Chase versus Wes Barkley versus Mikey Montgomery. This was another crazy match. Yes. Unfortunately, we did not get uh, Ed's thoughts on Uncle Chase because he said he couldn't see a lot of the show. So he, he doesn't really have an opinion on him. I'm still thinking he's not going to like him because you would think he would like him, which means he doesn't. We got to add uh, Johnny Patch's theme. He's at, yeah. he's at three. Yeah, we got to add him.
0: And then i have got to talk to Riley and find out what his is and make sure we get his updated
1: since he seems like he's sticking with this one. So, and then if uncle Chase gets one more match, he's in.
0: Yeah. But let's talk about the, uh, the guy who, who whose match this was to lose. Actually, there was two of them, Wes Barkley and uh, our, our good friend, Chase, who no pressure went in and uh, took care of business. Mikey, I, you know, Mikey impresses me every time I see him too. Like we have, we have the, the younger talent there that that's a little bit newer faces, but we have some of the established guys and Mikey's been doing like every time Mikey gets a shot at something like he always impresses me. Uh, Wes always impresses, um, chase always impresses. So it's, it's these other guys did a great job too. And, uh, I was overall, I was impressed with all of them. If they're going to keep being in scrambles like this, uh, please don't die. That's all.
1: Mikey does have the benefit of like being in a tag team to where a loss here doesn't necessarily hurt him or at least doesn't hurt the team. Right. I I do think it seemed interesting that there was a little bit of tension after the match between chase and Bitcoin boys. And that's something I wonder if we're going to see more of.
0: Well, you know, there are certain members of um, a certain group that chase used to be a part of that could probably make a surprise return and team with him face the Bitcoin boys. And I'd be very happy with that. I
1: totally agree. I've, I've been hoping sometime soon we see the return of Gary, the King baller, you know, <laughs> you know, a, a pillar to no consequences. And I feel like people really overlooked the importance of him. So yeah, I'd, I'd love to see Gary the King baller come back. That's what you meant, right?
0: You have the worst dad jokes. I swear to
1: Christ. Why would you swear to Christ? <laughs>
0: You just have the worst ones, man. I'll tell you. How do you know I have the worst ones, though? Because like... I'm officially saying you have the worst ones. I'm judging it right now, saying you have the worst. What's wrong with Gary the King Baller? <sighs> He's not even active. What do, you, what do you mean, what's wrong with him? He, can, he hasn't been active in years. He's a lawyer. He's not going to do that. He Can come back for a one-off?
1: <sighs> I'm not sure if you, you can cr- critique my booking decisions.
0: Telling you that my idea is a fucking money idea. Everybody can go to Twitter, check out my Twitter, Charlie underscore butters. Tell me my fucking booking idea ain't fucking awesome. Cause it is. Cause you don't agree with it. I got lots of likes on it. I'm gonna have lots of retweets and lots of likes
1: on it. Yeah, because that's that counts. That means it does. That, that that means you're a genius. Yep. That's that's it. It's smart smartnessness
0: is right there. All right, anyway, let's keep going. My leg hurts.
1: Oh, yeah, I'm going to make sure we drag this on for, like, another hour. I know you're tr- you're fucking trying. Here, you're getting to me. Night, night, night. To just now you know how that, that match would feel for Derek. Maybe he wants this podcast to go another hour. Huh? Think about that. Derek, Derek does not have herniated discs
0: in his back that, that that make everything he's doing painful for him right now, as far as I understand. At least if he was listening to this podcast, he could be laying down doing it not sitting in a chair where it hurts doing it. So...
1: <laughs> any other thoughts on this match what was your favorite spot in the match I don't fucking remember any that's what I'm talking about like not having notes I don't remember shit
0: you don't remember any spot that really stood out in this match like a shooting star press to the outside or a dive to the outside that you thought was really impressive
1: Charlie I don't know if you realize this I went to three shows this weekend and I saw a lot of crazy oh my spots
0: oh god just
1: yap 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 about well, three shows. Like I mean, you have no memory whatsoever. I mean, that's partially a dig, but that's also like, no, I like, I, I literally don't fucking remember a lot because I went to three fucking shows and it's a blur. <laughs> did do, do, do you, do you? Do yeah, you
0: know? man. Yeah. Johnny Patch's shooting star to the outside was fucking wild.
1: Oh, I forgot. I did see that on TikTok. mm Hmm. <laughs> it was chase Oliver that picked up the win. I, I, couldn't remember who he pinned. Like in the moment, it was in between Mikey and Riley, and I couldn't remember. I think I think it was Riley. I think that's what I thought too. But I was like, I don't want to tweet out the wrong name and someone be like, "Hey jackass, it was fucking Mikey." So I was like, I'll just say that he won because technically I'm not wrong. And I got a really good picture of him standing. I'll, I'll say everybody. it. And they
0: can say it to me, and I'll laugh at him and say I don't give a fuck. So I'm saying that it was Riley. They got pinned if i'm wrong fucking say it to me i don't care
1: i hope you're wrong and it's jared the ones that is the one that corrects you
0: (laughs) i don't give a fuck
1: all right let's uh move on to the next one we had members only versus pme for the aiw tag team championships and for me like this whole match is just shows you like what I was saying earlier about how close this division is. And I felt like members only was right up there, even to the point of, you know, like spoiler alert, it, it seemed like they won for a second, but Philly got Marino's boot on the rope. I do have a, a picture of it of when it happened. It was all, it's a live picture that I need to convert to video to see uh instant replay. Was the, the boot on the rope. Before or after the three? I think it was after.
0: I think it was after.
1: I think it's like a really split second after. It's close, but how, what were your thoughts on the match?
0: Uh, members only was dominant for the damn near the entire match, and I was like, yes, this shows that they can go with with PME, and they can look like a actual dominant tag team, and they, you know, they looked excellent. I've been harsh on PME for a while saying that they've been slacking since uh, they like Turner or whatever. Um, I kind of ate my words on that. Um, I want to stay at the Akron show, um, I like that they've changed up their music. They're changing some things. They're doing a couple little different things here and there. I like what I'm seeing from them now. It makes a little bit more sense to what they're trying to do. Uh, but I mean, members only like, they, they came and delivered and show that like, they can just go with anybody. This, this, this was just proof. Like they're ready for a tag title, like run.
1: Like I, I was really hoping that they were actually going to somehow pull it off. I thought that'd have been really cool. I thought it'd be really cool if they would have pulled it off, but it does seem to go against like what we've been seeing with PME and the the tag division of, yeah. they, they just keep squeaking ones out. Like there's been like every team seems like they've been robbed. The only team that has, I don't think they've been robbed and it's only because we haven't, I don't think they've gone against PME is the production. Of course, like Bitcoin boys and all that, but even, well, even technically Bitcoin boys, but they've, they've, they stole the four-way win. All right. From, they were in the
0: match, so technically it includes them. Yeah,
1: but they, that they definitely stole that win from bulking season. They've stolen the win from uh, the main event and now members only. And it, It did seem like this was going to be the night. I think for me, like going back to your criticism of PME, I do like what they're doing, but I'm not a hundred percent sold on the partnership with Cardona. Like, I like that it happened to begin with, because like that gave us this, this flip for them to where it made sense. It was this nice overarching story that went back to go for broke. Like, like that part of the storytelling was great, but it doesn't seem genuine after that point. I think some of it comes down to like some issues that have happened with PME, like they couldn't make it to the December show. Uh Cartoon is not obviously around as as much as they are too. So it's like like I said, it just doesn't seem genuine for me. I don't know. I just I I think a lot of it in my opinion in
0: my opinion, what I don't like is how yeah, we do long term storytelling. That's fine. We get that. But at the same time, like the the belts are on two two people, basically Cardona and then PME, and like not including the hospital. boot. So then, like if one title ain't changing hands and the other title ain't changing hands, then it's just kind of like yeah, they're just whatever. Like it's nothing special. I don't know. I'm I'm just I I I've been complaining about it for however fucking long I, I can complain about it forever. It's just whatever at this point to me, like it's, I was really hoping members only was going to pull out the victory. They could do something fun with that. Obviously they're building to something else, which is fine. I'm I'm excited to see where that goes, but we can only talk about everything and beat it in the ground so much and analyze it so much when it's just like, there's no reason to analyze it or beat it, talk it any further than it has been the last seven times we did this podcast because it's not going to change until absolution or later so we just have to wait till after those then when something changes and it's fresh again then we can go okay well now let's analyze what we talk about It's there's nothing to, to me there's nothing to analyze because we're not to the point in the story where there's something fresh to analyze with it that's just me though
1: technically there there's stuff to analyze because we we don't know what's next like we we know that obviously just even just in- I guess being a, a spoiled
0: fan, in, in my opinion, me being a spoiled fan, I have a general idea of what I think is going to be next, and I could be completely fucking wrong. And I really hope I am. I think that'd be really great to be wrong this whole fucking time. Um, but I feel like it's when I start to, like, I, I, I can go in and enjoy the show for what it is when I don't have to analyze. As soon as I have to start analyzing every little thing about it and, and like, the discussion that comes with it, like we kind of have to do on here uh, for for us to get points across, it becomes tedious to me because I feel like we've had this discussion ad nauseum for for months and like, yeah, there's little changes here and there, but it's still the same end game in my mind. And until I'm wrong and I hope I am, it just feels tedious every time we talk about it. And it's not your fault. It's not anybody's fault. It's just my fault. Just how I feel. If that makes sense, man, I, I, I really, <laughs> it just, it's just me, me being a spoiled fan because like, I want, I want this. I want that. If we get fucking the complete opposite, I'm cool with that. But like, I can't analyze it anymore because <laughs> I sit there and think about it. And it just, the same thing goes over and over in my head. And I'm just like, yeah, there's just nothing else for me to think about. Like if we were given some others, the different set of facts
1: or a different idea, you said that you know what's next, and I'm I'm going to technically call bullshit. But it's i saying I know on what's on, next. But hold like, on, let me we finish have a, what I'm saying. Okay. I got two words out, and you want to interrupt me? Okay. My point is, we know what's next. Of like, obviously, which I was trying to say earlier. Like, we know they're they're going to lose. Like, that's just a a thing that happens in wrestling. You win a title, you lose it. So we we know that's coming, especially with the types of runs that both Cardona and PME has had, but we don't know what's next. Even like, we don't know who is going to be the one or ones to beat them. And we don't know exactly what's going on for the next show. Like we don't know, is PME going to have a Cibernetico match is who's Cardona going to be facing at his next AIW booking, which I would figure would be gauntlet potentially. We don't know. That's where I'm saying where it's like, that's what I call bullshit. Like, we don't know what's next. We know that they will lose. And that's definitely coming down the road. Like, that's definitely the big next for that. But we don't know. little. That's
0: what I mean, though, like, is that, yes, they're going to lose. We don't know to who or when. That's correct. But getting to that point, like, I don't know. I'm just I'm burnt. I'm burnt out on it
1: because like when we we do these analysis, like sometimes it is like we're talking about some of the the little steps of what's next, especially with, with something going on, like even just, just the tag division where I'm sticking with the fact of like all these teams are like close together and it could potentially be a big match at Absolution with all of them. Mm -hmm. And I think that's potentially is the story they're telling. I could be wrong. We could get it at, you know, the rap show, maybe where like, we have like a number one contender match or something till we find, like get all these teams together outside of PME and be like, okay, whoever, whoever wins gets a, gets a tag title match and, and probably potentially a stipulation or, or whatever it might be to make the, uh-huh. to make it special. I don't know. Cause even then, like imagine just having like a number one contender match, like the main event versus bulking season versus not almost said nine to five, but I meant uh, members only the mm-hmm. fuck. I don't know who would win. I know who I'd, who I'd probably want to win. Right. But I could easily see either of those teams winning, going up against PME and potentially winning an episode. But even, even then, I don't think we can necessarily count on PME losing at episode at the same time. I mean, yeah, we can't say
0: like what show or to who, but like obviously the end game for me is like having new champions for all three title belts. And that's just what I'm waiting for. Honestly, like I don't mind what we have right now. It's obviously like I'm spending money and going to shows. So I obviously enjoy what, what we're getting out of it, but to, to some extent, but it's like, can I analyze more? Nah, I'm, I'm kind of done with it. So I think like after this episode, uh, I, I say you bar me from the show until there are new champions and then I will come and analyze all day long for you.
1: Well, that's easy. Easier said than done. You, <laughs> because you, m- because much like clerks, you weren't supposed to fucking be here today. This is true.
0: Cause Dalton's a slacker. Fucking. I'm going to talk shit about him. Well, cause he's not here. So I can do that.
1: He had a, a real reason not to be here. I can't. Uh, yeah. But it's, 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 it's fun to make fun of him he made some sort of comment on saturday about like how dumb something was up here and i just looked at him and i'm like you're from the south (laughs)
0: like when you talk it sounds like cornbread shut the fuck up
1: (laughs) anyway um anyway we mentioned you know like a half hour ago uh what happened with (laughs) where we thought members only won yes but the match excited (laughs) yeah the match the match was continued, and while it was happening, um, PME took advantage, and Marino pinned Malcolm Cambridge for the win. Mm-hmm. Let's move on to our first main event of the evening Isaiah Broner versus Minaro Suzuki. Charlie, how did the entrance come across on IWTV? Mm-hmm i was hype man i
0: was you could could feel like the electricity like you knew this was a big time match like everything felt hype uh the crowd came across super fucking loud like i said uh we were one of the probably one of the maybe one or two crowds that actually knew when to sing and made it sound came across really fucking loud for minoru suzuki um and then like obviously like when Uh, Isaiah Broner came out like you know okay here we go like this is this is it and it was good it was it was everything I wanted so it was when he was announced this is the match I wanted and I got the match I wanted out of it it was exactly beat for beat what I thought it was going to be zero complaints
1: I love them beating the shit out of each other fucking great and just I couldn't stop talking about it this weekend is of like what Broner has done like over the last year And, like, how he has really improved his stock and helped make himself a a bigger name. Like, is he this bigger indie name right now? No, but compare him to what he was last year at this time? Big difference. And, you know, that that took a lot of work on his part. Us fans and, like, other things that, like, fell in his lap with opportunities, like, those helped. But if it wasn't for him stepping out of Michigan... And taking some of these other bookings and coming to AIW shows and also like starting to go to the AIW school, I believe, or whatever it is, or just training there a little bit. Mm-hmm. It, it's 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 helped him, and that's where it, like it fell on him, and he's fucking owned it. Obviously, yep. obviously, going into this match, we knew Suzuki was going to win. Spoiler alert: uh, Suzuki pinned Barona for the win, but he got the fucking opportunity. He killed it. This match was fucking awesome, and if I if I go back and re-watch this show, I'm probably rewatching both main events. I'm obviously starting with this one.
0: Yeah, you can go do that at independentwrestling.tv. Get them numbers up for AIW for the month. Go watch the show, if you haven't already. And if you have, watch it again.
1: Yeah, I got, I got nothing really else to say. Yep. Let's move on to the second and final main event of the evening. Josh Prohibition versus Matt Cardona for the AIW Absolute and Intense Championships early in the match. Uh, it was made into a official no DQ match because Cardona kept getting out of the ring. I thought if I was Josh Prohibition, like that's a, a dumb thing to do because A, you have Chelsea on the outside. B, you know, he has PME in the building. And unless M Dog's coming out to save your ass, you're kind of outnumbered. And I've heard people ask like what uh, their favorite match on the card was. And for me, it's it was it was this one. It's some of the, the the things that they did in the match. Like I don't remember a lot like from this weekend. Like spots. There's two spots in this match that I loved because I didn't see them coming at all. Number one is the cup spot, where Cardona goes for a low blow on Josh Prohibition, and J Pro pulls out a cup. Like, haha! Ha, like I've I outsmarted you. I knew you were gonna try it. All right. Unfortunately, the match didn't end there because that would have been a great spot. At one point in the match, Cardona takes off his shirt, does what he's kind of been doing in AIW, like who who wants my shirt, and then he uh, rubs his balls on it. Well, this time he threw it at josh prohibition's daughter i don't know if that came on on iwtv or if they kind of acknowledge that's who it hit i don't know if that's who he was aiming for could have been his wife but i think on purpose he he aimed for the daughter fast forward i don't know how long she comes in the ring and gets in front of cardona and then does a fucking bad on moves that is that a hurricane Rana?
0: Yeah, she kicked him in the shin, and then he grabbed her to do a powerbomb on her, and she reversed into her Karana. Yeah, like, that spot was fucking awesome. And then Josh followed it up with a drunken driver and almost got the win, and that was probably the best storytelling in the match uh, to me. Like, I, I, I did like the cup spot as well. The That spot there, like, actually had me thinking, like, that Josh might actually win and i was like all right cool and then like he didn't and i'm like all right and then i just kind of sat back and 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 watched the uh rest of the shenanigans unfold what were your thoughts on the match uh it was a very good main event match for the belts um they again on commentary kind of like explained why it made sense for him to make it uh, intense rules um if I remember correctly, it was basically that means that now he can actually go after Chelsea and them as well before they go after him. So basically giving him the advantage of, you know, being able to stop them before they, you know, do what, you know, they're gonna do regardless. Um, I think that's kind of how they kind of made it seem like it would make sense. Um, but yeah, overall I thought it was it was a it was a fine main event. It was probably uh his best main event that he's had as champion i think
1: in my opinion um i don't know i kind of want to say it is but at the same time i don't think that is uh like a smack in the face of some of his And i'm only going like singles matches because that's just kind of like to be fair across the board i don't it's not a slap in the face against bishop or wes no,
0: I think the West one was pretty decent, but I just for some reason I think this one just was was better overall. I don't know, just something about it. Like I wasn't the way it was put together, the way that it kind of flowed. I thought it was just probably his best one,
1: like for what it was. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like no, like disrespect. Right,
0: right, to, like right. those
1: matches. Like it could. It's just one of those things. Like yeah, this kind of was just. It was just better on top of other matches that were good or just as good, but this was better. And it it kinda goes into some of that like storytelling.
0: I don't Uh, think I'm gonna hurt anybody's feelings saying that. I feel like if you if your feelings get hurt by me saying I thought this match was better than the match you had with them, uh you shouldn't listen to what my dumb ass says anyway. So don't listen to to me ever (laughs) if you get hurt, if your feelings get hurt about your match not being my favorite of the handful that he's had in singles matches. i think everybody's grown enough that they're all right though so we will be all right i mean compared to the three like do you have the shock of bishop losing you had i mean i think i still had some some pretty heavy attempts and like knew that like as cool as it would be west wasn't going to pull they weren't going to pull the trigger on west And then, like, this, like, again, like, I was like, ah, it's not going to happen for him, but this is just a really good match. And just the way it was laid out was just, I really enjoyed, I don't know, just how they threw everything together made sense. It worked, flowed real well. That's just what it was for me. Like, I didn't care about what the finish actually was. It was just, the story was actually decent enough that I wasn't like, oh, I can just zone out. I don't really care about this. It was,
1: pay attention. This is, this is fun. It was uh Cardona pitting Bishop, not Bishop, Prohibition, wrong Josh, to retain the AEW Absolute and Intense Championships. We did have PME come out there during the match too and attempt to help. Technically, the J-Pro kind of kicked their ass but to begin with, but yeah, that's, that's basically it. I do believe there's nothing really else to add. No. The reign of terror continues. Any final thoughts or last-minute plugs before we go?
0: Oh uh, yeah, um let's see. Do another podcast called If You Catch My Grift. Uh we just did an episode on Tammy Faye Baker, which is really good. Go check that out. If you like uh hearing about Grifters and Con Men and that kind of stuff. Uh IWTV guide's been doing all kinds of fun stuff. Uh, I just did an interview with Mouse from um, Big Stark's brand uh last week on that. Uh, I believe this week they're reviewing um a ESW show from two weeks ago. And then they're going to review the sub show from last weekend as well. Uh, so they've been doing all kinds of fun, interesting things on there. They got some interesting spotlight people coming up to, to review and talk about. And uh, so check that out. And uh, yeah, that's
1: it. And that episode will potentially be coming out the same day as this one.
0: Yeah. Uh, I guess we're recording on Tuesday this week, uh, supposedly. So we'll see when when it comes out, I'm, I'm assuming it'll be done Tuesday night late, so I won't edit it until Wednesday. So maybe Wednesday or Thursday, depending.
1: I say uh, I say potentially only because like obviously with it not being recorded yet, not being edited yet. Uh, right. As of the, as of as we we're recording that that's the plan, but things could change. Yep. I mean, they could
0: cancel tomorrow and not do one this week. So it is what it is.
1: <laughs> Shit happens. And of course, you can find myself at J Summers 330 on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram, much like you can find the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, facebook.com slash wrestling cheers, twitter.com slash wrestling cheers, and instagram.com slash wrestling cheers. Email, if you so choose a desire, wrestling cheers at com. and we no longer have a merch store anywhere. Like I said earlier in the show, please rate, review, and subscribe your to this fine podcasts, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, YouTube, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Amazon Music, or Podbean, Resting Check out our friends on the Trending Topics Network such as All Beer Inside, Your Vision Showcase, The Spanish Announce Stable. Check out our other podcast friends such as Pod Van Dam, Super Fantastic Podcast, It's Evolution Baby, The IndyCast, Sobros Network. Biff Radio, Gameworks Podcast, Powerbomb Jutsu, The Spotlight Series, Fully Posable, Doing the Favor, Positively Pro Wrestling, IWTV Guide, If You Catch My Grift, At Odds With Wrestling, Marks With Mics, X-Over Podcast, This Ends at Prom, and Porch Talk. Check out our other non-podcasting friends such as Thrift Store Jobber, The Savage Dash, The Mystery Men, Redline Radio, Mouse's Wrestling Adventures, VHS Party Tonight on Instagram, Heart of Gold, Toy Ohio Toy Show, Time Capsule Toys, Stay Tough, Smoke and Jay's Barbecue, and remember you can use promo code CHEERS for a discount on your order. JCP Designs, Midwest Territory, Southern Underground Pro, and the official graphic designer of Wrestling Cheers, Moy Boy Designs. That will do it for us here on Wrestling Cheers, where everybody knows your name, and Matt Cardona is still your champion. Later